When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now, here's a show that Ken Napsok looks forward to every day of the week, except for the day he has to record it. It's Saturday Night Napsok, and now, here's Ken. Here's Ken. Hey, everybody. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. And hey, friends, let's get right to it. Last week, we welcomed a new sponsor, and many, many of you took advantage of our specific promo code SNN20 to get 20% off your purchase of Empathy. And thanks for that. It not only helps support the show, but it helps promote understanding and healing in the world, a true win-win for all. But now we're offering something new. Have you tried Soulbox? That's right. Soulbox is a monthly subscription service that brings to you a theme box every month, each month, full of the virtues, abilities, and emotional capacities to help make you a well-rounded, robust, and complete person. You might even say you'll become a productive member of a complex society and make real change and promote true healing, empathy, compassion, love without limits. These are just some of the things you'll find inside a soul box. And this month's theme is patience. Every item you'll find in your new soul box will help promote the idea of not being quick to judge, rush to anger, and allow you and those around you the time to process the rapid amounts of troubling images and information thrown at you daily while looking to the future. I'm wearing my Please Take Your Time, I Want to Truly Hear You adjustable baseball cap right now, and you can get that if you get Soulbox. So sign up right now for Soulbox and use the promo code NAPSOCKSOUL to get one month free. Try Soulbox now. And if you don't like it, just box up all the emotions sent to you and bury it in your backyard at absolutely no cost to you. And now, on with the show. What if I told you that one man sat and looked out at the path in front of him and decided that what was expected of him was not the right path? What if I told you one man made the right choice for himself and found emotional well-being in the process. I mean, it was 95 degrees that day. You know, I opened up the cupboard and there were, and there were cans of soup, vegetable, two vegetables maybe. There was one lentil. You know, that wouldn't work. In the freezer, there was a tofu bowl. You know, but you warm it up. It's hot. It's tasty. A uh, true delicacy, but, it, but it's hot. Same for the leftover enchilada. You know, and that's what I knew. That's, that's, that's when I saw it. What have I told you? That for this night, on this occasion, this man had ice cream for dinner. Morning Drive Media, in conjunction with Pulling Your Heartstrings Media and the iHeart Uplifting Sad Things Network, presents with support from Amateur Hour Films the true story of one man, a dinner, and the choice 
that change the world. This is One Bowl of Freedom, Catnapsock's Ice Cream Dinner. I mean, I didn't grow up with an ample selection of taste treats, you know. My mom had a sweet tooth. And, you know, she knew it. She knew the dangers of it. So, you know, she denied us the same treats that would, would tempt her. And I, I can't fault her. I can't, you know. If I was in her position, I, I would probably do the same. Kenny Napsa grew up on the coastal town of Arroyo Grande, California. He could see the shores of Pismo Beach, known in pop culture as a vacation spot for Desi Arnaz and Lucia Ball, and from its name checks in Clueless and The Big Lebowski, from the second story of his parents' modest house. There he is known for its barbecues and beach living, but little Kenny always grew up dreaming of one spot. Uh, yeah, there was this place called Bernardo's, Bernardo's Ice Cream Shop, you know, the kind with two P's and an E at the end of it, you know, it was homemade ice cream, like a, like a family recipe passed down for generations, you know, until, until they sold it. Um, I think now it's called Doc Bernstein's, which is, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know who that is. I don't know, but Bernardo's was what it was. And, and even before we moved up there, we went to this place, you know, I was born in the city of Orange in, in Southern California, but we had stopped up there while visiting family friends. You know, I'm, I'm six, maybe five. I'm not sure. You know, when you're that young, all the memories blur into one, you know. I went to Montessori school. I kind of remember that. I remember dressing up as Joseph from the Bible for Halloween or, you know, maybe it was just a Sunday. I don't know. I, I can still feel the sandals, but I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't remember much. I kind of remember when Reagan was shot, you know. Like I remember Frank well, Reynolds of ABC News getting God. upset at the misinformation being was, given to him. But like hit. I don't remember that a young Sam Donaldson was a reporter on the desk then too, you know. That's how memory works when you're young. But my point is, I remember Bernardo's, you know, clearly. I remember everything about that trip to the ice cream heaven. You know, it, that's what it was to me. And it was more vibrant to me than, you know, my first trip to Disneyland. Maybe even Knott's Berry Farm. From that early picture and taste bud perfect memory, Kenny Napsa grew up with a penchant and predilection for one thing. Cream of the iced sort. I think it grew because my parents kept it from us. You know, again, not blaming anyone. Them, anyone, them. You know, my, my, my therapist said I shouldn't anymore. You know, that's how you, that's how you stay in an anger circle. We, we, we want to leave the circle. But the, but the denial of ice cream on a regular basis only made it grow, you know? And we'd have it. I, I think that should be known. We'd have it. Kenny grew up with fond memories of walking down to the local thrifties to get two scoops of the Lord's good ice cream. A mint chip and chocolate malted crunch. He rarely wavered from that choice. Maybe. I mean, maybe I'd get a scoop of Bing Cherry. But to be honest, you know, it always reminded me of Bing Crosby. Again, I'm a kid. That freaked me out. I didn't want to eat him, no matter how tasty he was. But yeah, ice cream was treated as special. Something only attainable through good grades or doing chores. You know, it was sacred ground. So that just that just makes you want it more. It's like sex or muting people you work with on Twitter. You know, you do it once and suddenly, boom, you know, it's all you can think about. Ice cream would hang over his head for the rest of his childhood no matter what got placed in front of him. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I remember the first frozen yogurt shop when it came into town. 
And it was, get this, get this. It was right across the street from Bernardo's. Like it was taunting it. We're the taste treat of the 80s. Suck on it, ice cream. This isn't the 50s anymore. You know, just stupid. Whatever. Whatever. You know, the Bernardo's ice cream shop was in this place called the Royal Grande Village. Kind of like a main drag, like an old town kind of main drag, you know. And, and Bernardo's is a, it's, it's a music shop now. Like they sell guitars and there's a life-size Elvis out front of it. It's kind of spooky. And, and the yogurt shop is a burger joint now, you know winds of change and whatnot and i like the yogurt shop they sold new york seltzer i remember that cream the cream soda flavor and they had that dragon lairs video game it was like a cartoon you know and i liked it i liked the yogurt shop i really did but i'd look across the street and see that ice cream shop and see bernardo's just staring at me just let me know you know your heart is over here kid come here it was like the frozen yogurt was listening to aha records and the ice cream was spinning abbey road you know both are good, but only one is the Beatles. When Kenny became Ken and moved out of the house, the freedom to have ice cream whenever he won came with a price. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, man. I, I moved to Los Angeles in 1998, and I did two things. When I got into my apartment with my roommates, man, I stopped dusting my bookshelves and would just load up on ice cream, you know, just to, you know, probably spite my mother, but, you know, I'd load up on the on the ice cream, and it was that hippie ice cream that did it, you know? The one with the socially conscious flavors and stuff. I'd go to the store and just dump, like, five of those little pints into my cart without a thought. I still, I still hadn't had sex yet by this point in my life, but I have to imagine that this was, like, what college felt for some people. You know, fish food, Cherry Garcia, or the, or, uh, the rare one, Toad the Wet Chocolate. If it was an ice cream named after a band, like, I was there. The freedom to have as much ice cream as his fast-clogging heart allowed proved to be more of a prison than you would have thought. I mean, I was in my early 20s, you know. And you're not thinking about health then, you know. And maybe you shouldn't be, but... You know, it, it was, hey, let me wash down that double Western bacon cheeseburger meal with a, with a milkshake, thanks, you know, for lunch. And tonight I'll have some ice cream after my Del Taco, you know. It's a, it's a lesson in excess. A lesson in how things, uh, you know, the things you want can destroy you if you're not careful. I, I looked in the mirror one day, and this is probably around 2003 or 4, like Survivor. Survivor was like in season 7. That was the year that Rupert became so popular on that show. Pearl Islands, remember? Remember he stole the other team's shoes, but, but then he became so loved, you know, he was great. Yeah, yeah. Sandra, I think Sandra won that year. But anyway, I, uh, I looked in the mirror one day and just, just saw myself, you know? Just, just saw what was, saw what was there in the mirror. Yeah, I saw myself for what I was. Reckless, a uh, glutton, addicted to ice cream. Addicted to that feeling, you know, you get when you sit down with a fresh container of ice cream and feel that rush when you open it. I guess that's a powerful drug, man, you know, and, and there I was just looking at myself in the mirror. Saw myself for the first time. <sighs> You know, then I did one of those, um, I did one of those burps that's more of a, more of the start of a barf, you know, like a burf. It was, um, sorry. Yeah, I, I could feel, I could feel the ice cream in that, in that burf. And I knew, I knew it was time. 
But the battle to try and separate himself from ice cream went on for years. I mean, it's like any, it's like anything, you know, I'd have good days and bad years. I tried. I really did. I was going to the gym a lot more, you know, I I was working on that. But then, but then one night after I left my friend's gym where he was training me, I, um, you know, I stopped by McDonald's and got a McFlurry. (laughs) And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, you know, but I knew, I knew, I knew that wasn't right. I knew that as I turned into the drive-thru line, I knew that, I knew it as I said the words, one Oreo McFlurry, please. I knew it, but I still denied it, you know? Then a fateful 2010 trip to his doctor changed everything. It was a physical. It was, it was a general checkup, you know, because I was not getting any younger. So it was, you know, time for fingers to, to go places, you know, and, and it was hurting to walk upstairs. It hurt to sit. It hurt to think. And, and that's when my doctor came back with my blood test results and... He looked me straight in the eye and said, Do you eat a lot of ice cream? Uh, I couldn't deny it anymore. All I could mutter was, Can I pull my pants back up? From that point, Kadnapsok all but cut ice cream out of his life completely. Oh, it was hard. Don't let anyone tell you that's not hard. My soul sounded like that John Lennon song, Cold Turkey, you know? But like the end part, the parts with the most screaming and yodeling from Yoko, you know? And look, I, I'd have some ice cream at parties. I think there was a birthday party for my friend's daughter where they found me in the shower just eating an entire ice cream cake before they even got to the present opening, you know? And weird, weird part of the story, Surrey Cruz is at that party true story yeah but yeah for the most part i cut it out of my life i just don't i just know if it was a i just don't know if it was in a good way if i'm being honest i I just don't know if it was in a good way the cold turkey approach succeeded in helping to stop the flow of ice cream going straight into ken's bloodstream but like a volcano ready to blow the possibility of a full-on explosion of ice cream hung over his head well, it was, it was treated like a prize I had to earn as a kid, you know? It was like a little sin I was allowed to commit. And that weighed on my psyche, you know, made, made, made ice cream shameful. You know, and then you try to combat that shame. So I dove deep into it, you know? I, I, I dove so deep into it that I almost drowned in a sea of cookie dough chunks and dark chocolate chips and cookies and cream, you know? So what happened is, is I lost my sense of pride. My ability to reward myself and also trust that I could do what was right, that I could self-regulate. That's no way to live. So there he was, standing in his kitchen on a hot Burbank night, craving the one thing he believed he couldn't have. The one thing he needed most, but was afraid to call to. Things have been really really tense lately you know these are dark times lots of things in flux lots of tough questions being asked and you know that's just about the quibby launch and sometimes it's okay to give yourself some comfort you know but but then there was the idea that that could that be dinner can this ice cream be be dinner and and, and now i'm just not facing my team and so i'm facing what society expects from us 
I was facing what has always been and, and the fear to go against that. And that was when Ken made the one choice he knew he needed to make. I'm not gonna lie and say I made this decision by myself. You know, I turned to a two pound chihuahua and said, daddy's gonna do something for himself today. And she approved, she, she didn't you know, pee on the carpet again, but you know, she always wanted some ice cream. So I can't say on the record if I gave it to her though. Let's, let's keep that part out, you know? And yeah, I did it. I walked over to the refrigerator. I, I opened the freezer side the one with the water and ice dispenser, which I've always wanted. Our, our landlord got us one for after, after our first fridge died the day after we moved in. And I saw the ice cream right there. And I didn't hesitate. It was time to let go of the shame from my childhood. It was time to stop looking at it as a sin. It was time to say dinner doesn't always have to be rice and some sort of main dish and maybe a veggie, you know? It was time to let myself know I could be in control of my actions, uh, that this wouldn't defeat me. But it was also time to give myself the joy, the joy I deserved. What if I told you one man had ice cream for dinner and then you can too? Written by Kadnapsok. Produced by Kadnapsok. Directed by Kadnapsok. Narrator, Kadnapsok. Ego, by Kadnapsok. Special thanks to Ratsy, Baxter, Grace, and Ice Cream. Radio, and we have a request via that HOFM radio at gmail.com address. A listener who catches us via the TuneIn radio app, Will McLean out in South Carolina, says, Ken, I want to start my Saturday morning with some bittersweet longing. I was like, Will, I usually start my Saturdays with flapjacks, so I'm not going to judge you. I'm just going to make it so. This one is for you, Will. Uh, 107.5 FM. Hey, y'all, what's going on? This is Kojak. I create music that can be found both on YouTube and SoundCloud, and now I'm a recent streamer on Twitch. So if you're looking for some chill instrumentals, check me out on YouTube and SoundCloud under KOJQ. And for some laughs, you can check my Twitch page under KO underscore JQ. Everyone, please be safe and thank you.
For the best in pop culture art, sleek designs, and some of the best brand logos around, shop G9 Design on TeePublic and represent the electrifying art of Janine Bryce with a shirt, wall art, and more. Go to TeePublic.com slash user slash G9 Design. And while you're searching the G9 Design storefront, check out Janine's show, It's a Wonderful Podcast, available right here on Anchor and wherever podcasts are found. Why We Love Star Wars by Ken Napsuck is a collection of little love letters to the greatest saga ever told, and a personalized copy can be yours today. Just go to KenNapsuck.com and choose the Shop tab. There, you'll find options to purchase exclusive poster art designed by movie trivia Schmodown star Janine Bryce, a signed copy of Why We Love Star Wars, and collector Napsuck file cards. Already have a copy of the book but still want an author's signature? Then check out the book plate package. Get a signed book plate sticker and a 3D printed keychain sent straight to your spaceship. Go to KenNapsuck.com for pricing and shipping information. When the Beaches tell you to dance, dance. You should be dancing right here for you, Hall of Fame Music Radio. We got another request. This one uh, came in via the request line, 781-334-8609. Sarah Risley listening out in the Central Coast of California early over there on the TuneIn Radio app. She says, uh, my children would like to dedicate the Carpenter's Superstar to me. And I said, Sarah... Did your young children really do that, or are you saying they did to make your day feel better? There was silence, and then just a, can you play the song? So this one's for you, Sarah. We make your request, and dreams come true on 107.5 FM. Here's a true fact about your host, Ken Napsack. In the fourth grade, he stole a robot arm from a larger robot eraser that his friend Isaac had, and he's never forgiven himself. Also, Ken still has the robot eraser arm. Sorry, Isaac. It could also mean he's a hoarder. And now, back to the show. I'm Doug Hickman, and this is your SNN Sports Report. Though the sports world seems to be on the longest pause screen in history, people are turning to other forms of competition to get their sports fixed. I keep trying to make lowering my cholesterol a fun race against death itself, but so far I'm losing going into the last turn. But I digress. With no major sports in action, people are gathering around a new dance competition show called Dancing Around Big Issues with Those in Your Family. Who will win as you try to dance around serious discussion points like social justice, the ongoing battle between those sworn to protect us and those saying, no thanks, and of course, the upcoming election, which promises to be the final challenge for those trying hard to dance around these topics just so they can still say they speak to their uncle in Albuquerque. The finals for this competition are expected to bring in more viewers than the MASH finale. For the younger listeners, MASH was a sitcom from the olden days that was a popular show on network television. And network television was like YouTube with only three channels and it actually shut off between 2 and 6 a.m. 
Major League Baseball officials are claiming that the sport is close to returning, but the players are still sitting home in their N95 masks, and the only games they're playing are on their Nintendo Entertainment Centers. The current proposal for the 2020 Major League Baseball season to be 12 games long, be played in a city-run recreation center in Scottsdale, Arizona, and to help protect against COVID-19, the only fans allowed in the stadium will be those that don't believe in COVID-19. We'll keep you updated. And finally, now at all NASCAR events, you can no longer openly display your racism. You just have to hide it in your cooler. Still a long way to go. I'm Doug Hickman, and that was your SNN Sports Report. Mark Riley. Hi, hey. Oh, who is this? It's it's Ken. Ken. We, Ken. Ken. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 Hey, dude. What's up? Um. Hey, I know. I know you're kind of busy. Uh. I, this is. Um. You're the only one I could think of. Um. Okay. If you have a moment, I don't know. What is this? Um. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. I. Uh, hold on. I'm. Mo- get okay. Here. I'm moving a bunch of stuff oh. right now. What's oh. going on? Hey, I'm in a. I'm in a. I'm in a gas station buying wine, and you're the only one I. Oh. I could. I could think of to give me some advice on it. If it's a bad time, though. Uh, okay. A gas station wine. So. Yeah. You're on your way, dude. So let's get. The, let's get into this. What? Yeah. But like, so I don't understand. What's the difference? Like red and white, I kind of get the difference there. I right. You can you can't right. you can't mix them though. Red and white. You know, you're probably best not mixing red and white together in the same glass. It'd be a powerful statement, uh, but uh, it's a powerful statement to put together a, a red and a white in in a glass. Yeah. Uh, now you could you could you could start with white wine, right, and then move your way over to red. Which is a natural and human thing to do, if you're considering wine tasting, um, you know, because you yeah. want to start with a white. It's a hot day. Okay. Chill it. Make sure you chill it, and don't put a, you know don't put ice cubes in it like a bunch of animals. You know, right. chill the wine. Oh yeah. Okay. And then you, yeah. you and then you drink the the, the white wine. Yeah. Hold and on. then once that wine is done, okay. you want to chill this... your red wine just a little bit. Sounds so just a little bit. It's like out of my class, kind of like, hold, hey, hold, hold, hold on, Mark, hold on, Mark. I'm, I'm filling up my car. My car's going to be, I, my car's out there. I'm going to get a tank of gas. Calm down. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Do you okay. get a, are you over there? Like, let's see, They there's some gas stations that offer free bottles of wine with $20 of gas. Oh, I can't. I don't know if you're in that place. No, I, I mean, I'm getting $11.38 worth of gas right now. That's, okay. all, that's all I can get. Um. Okay, but like, what's the what's like a good price? Because I got this four ninety nine bottle, seven ninety nine bottle, and then a six ninety nine bottle. Is there price? Does price matter with wine? I do, I've never yeah, understood well, the, that. Yeah, the the fast and hard rule is the the the, the more expensive the wine, the mm-hmm. better it is. Okay, but then the movie Sideways came out, right. and uh, you know, 
it kind of just threw a big monkey wrench in the production of wine, and especially Merlot. Um, M- Philip Marlowe? It depends. It, can you tell me the uh, the region of these wines? Um, this is uh, a Chevron. This is a Chevron station. Okay, Chevron? Yeah. I don't Chevron, know if that makes a difference. I mean, that's kind of like, that's kind of mid-level. Is there a mobile brand? Um, yeah, I can go to one after I fill up. I'm going to fill up my tank. Jesus, this guy, man, this guy. Okay, all right, um, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, all like, right, well, let's get rid of the region here, then. What's the coloring look like? How red are we talking here? Is it, is it like a purple? Is it a little bit clearer? Is it dark burgundy that would denote a Cabernet? Or is it like, what are we talking about? Yeah, it's like that dark red, you know, Remember when Stellan Skarsgård murdered the cat and the girl with the dragon tattoo? It's like that. It's like that red. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're probably you're 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 looking at a blend. I would say that, oh, which yeah. is a good coloring and a good. I would say the Chevron red blend at the six dollar range. Okay. You might have a good sip or two it, in there. Okay. No, that's great. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that. And a Twinkie. This guy is on me, man. Um. Hey, but okay. Hold on, man. I, I'll let you go. I know you're busy. You said you're yeah. you're moving. You uh, you you yeah. are you not going to let me know where though? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm moving. I'm moving over the hill into the valley. I'll be close to you. Oh okay. Oh okay. Good. I thought maybe you were moving away from me, like um, like Mark Ellis did. No, 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 no. See, I do the opposite. I okay. move closer. Okay. Great. To try to make sure that you are not buying wine from Chevron. Okay. That's basically, that's yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, great. that's the start. <sighs> I was worried for a second. Thank you. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for your advice. I'm sorry. Um, of course. Of okay. course. So you're going with the red. I'll if go. You want it, if you want to grab a white on there because, you know, yeah. it's only five ninety nine or or below, uh-huh. then you have options. Okay. I might have to, I'll, I'll probably get the six ninety nine bottle and then I'll have to get like $4 worth of gas. That uh, the guy's okay. looking at me. Okay. Um, All right. Um, will you? Are you ever going to let me on a wine tasting? You you keep every time I say I'd like to go, you you say no, and I just don't. Is it something? Yeah, yeah. Is it something? I mean, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to like I don't know. Yeah, and when we do, mm. you'll be the first to know. Okay. But, oh, uh, like I think you, you broke up on right, when like you broke. Yeah, like probably. Oh. Probably, you know, and I'll let you know. Oh yeah, you keep you kept bro- you kept breaking up on when you were going, but um okay. No, that's good. We're um, going in about three, four, five. So when I do, uh, I will uh, send you an when? email. When? I'll rope you in with all the rest okay. of the the okay. people. It's not a blind I I won't blind copy. It it'll, it'll, it'll oh, be right. CC'd. Yeah. But it'll be, you know, you should okay. look in the inbox. Check your spam. For the the email, I'll check um, when we do go. Seems, it's soon. Seems weird. Okay, it opened everything. This is kind of like when I missed uh, your invite to your your birthday party because you said it went to spam. All right, all right. Hey, uh, this the guy's like pulling the nozzle out of my car. I gotta go. I gotta go get it. Uh, thanks, thanks, Mark. Thanks. Bronson was talking about all his friends having babies. I'm experiencing the same thing because I'm an unmarried comic. Uh, a lot of it, and I'm telling you, one more of my married couple friends runs up to me and, and hands me a copy of their sonogram. I'm going to start being honest. All right. Look at our baby! Huh? Congratulations! Uh, 
What are you having? An old world atlas? <laughs> Rand McNally? What are you... <laughs> Stupid married couple. <laughs> Throw it back in their face. Never going to Kent's apartment again. <laughs> oh, my kid, it's a studio. Um, but I grew up uh, in a Christian household and neighborhood, so all my friends had names from the Bible. That was always, always fun. Mom, can I go to Abraham's house to play? No. <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are going to be there. <laughs> no, just go outside and play with Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Not ready for kids yet. I believe, I believe men, I think men should take some responsibility for birth control, right? Right, ladies, said the cliche comic, right? I'm on a form of birth control called I Still Buy Action Figures. <laughs> still working. Leave next Tuesday. And that's the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Saturday Night Napsack. I love putting this show together and hanging out with all of you. I want to thank all my Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash catnapsack for making this happen. Thomas Rislin, Lethal Loganex, Bedore, Matt Thompson, Taymor, Nathan Ovendale, he's a first-rate Nate, Zach Anderson, Ty Schallenberger, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green over in the UK, Jonas Bergman, Andrew Siner. Had a chance to uh, chat with Andrew this week, part of the executive producer consultation benefit. Uh, what a great guy. We, we have an ongoing conversation about some cool life stuff. Also, Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, Tyler Birch, and the mysterious Paul. Thank you all for your support. If you want to follow me, you can go to at Cadnapsock. I'm kind of off social media a little bit right now. This is something that's been kind of in the works since December, and it's been kind of uh, important for me to just kind of unplug from the rage machine and concentrate on other things in my life. But you can follow me still. I'm still there. I will always be there. And you can also go to KenNapsock.com to get information on a whole bunch of things, including right now as part of Pride Month. On the website, go to the Charity tab and read more about Maddie's Pride Project, something, something we're supporting here uh, at the Napsack Files, a purchase of theme park ears. Every $10 of every purchase goes to the Trevor Project. So that is it for this week. We'll see you next week on Saturday Night Napsack.